Hey Coconuts, welcome back to TFC's weekly market updates where we scour the net to find worthy financial news to be further discussed and expanded. For our first story, will the newly merged company Time Warner Discovery be able to compete with Netflix and Disney? The Singapore-based company that did trace together for us is going public. Is this a good time to purchase? And lastly, we do a macro roundup and talk a little bit about the FOMC minutes. Hey Coconuts, welcome back to Weekly Market Updates with me, Rakesh. Anthony. And no Jefferson. <laughs> Is he on another cruise? <laughs> I think so, you know. I think so, he's on another cruise. This time I think with, with some sand on there. So I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I, I want to travel. Yeah, I know that guy is all over the place. We all we all are so totally jealous here. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. I but I mean, look, I, I think that being able to walk without masks on outside seems very liberating now. So so yeah, I, I, I can imagine yeah. going overseas. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be the next step. <laughs> masks on outside is so. Is, I'm so happy with that, man. <laughs> yeah, su- surprisingly, right? It's, it's terrible. Yeah, exactly. Well, what have we given up for two years? Feels so so free. <laughs> I can breathe again. Uh, all right, <laughs> coconuts. Jumping down into our headlines, right? So as usual, we're trying this new format. So we're going to talk about the U.S. headlines. Uh, and in there, we're going to talk a little bit about Warner Brothers and Discovery. Uh, they had a merge this week. So we're going to dive down a little deeper there. We're going to talk about China headlines and SEA headlines. Talk a little bit about Trace Together, about it going public, <laughs> Anthony. Mm, right. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get to talk about that one. And last but not least, we're going to end off with a macro headline and talk a little bit more there, even though Jefferson is on a cruise. All right. It's okay. We try. We try. We try, yes. <laughs> okay, so to kick off for US headlines, Amazon to send internet satellites into space to set up a high-speed communications network. I think that is uh, in relation to, is that in relation to uh, Tesla? I'm sorry, Elon Musk? Is he trying to rival that? Yeah, yeah. So, so, so it's a, a quasi-competitor to SpaceX and, and what they're trying to do. Uh, I mean, Got Jeff it. Bezos, Elon Musk, um, it's literally... Yeah. Wave, dick waving competition, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Second topic, Uber continues to push to be a super app. It's adding planes, trains, and hotel bookings, becoming that all-in-one suite for you. Berkshire, Berkshire if that's how you say it. <laughs> yeah. Berkshire takes a large stake in HP. Actually, it took a large stake in HP, uh, just known uh, during its call. Um, and the HP stock actually rose Right, so I think that's, that's good yep. to note. Shell to write off five billion in assets when they exited Russia, so it is impacting quite a few companies here already. This this ongoing war, which is quite in the back burner of the news right now. Uh, <laughs> Tesla block and Blockstream to set up Bitcoin miner using solar farm in Texas. Well, that's uh, Elon. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just Tesla. Yeah, right? it's, it's <laughs> yeah <block>. exactly. <laughs> it, it, it makes the news, right? <laughs> Yeah, of course. And of course, the other news is about Elon Musk and about how he does not want to be part of the board of directors of Twitter. Of course, we last week he mentioned that he took 9% stake and they offered him the board position and now he is... Let, let me declined. bet you, next week we'll talk about him again in the headlines. Uh, yes, I really think so. <laughs> I think so I mean, as well. This guy's... <laughs> he's all over. He's all over. Yeah. He's everywhere, man. 
Uh, okay, so first story, Warner Brothers and Discovery merge. Right. Now, the question yes. I have here, and i love to talk to you with this, Anthony, is will this new company, Warner Brothers Discovery, be able to compete with Netflix and Disney, right? So I think it's a bit of introduction <laughs> here first, Anthony. Yep. So AT&T... Yes, tell me more before I tell you what I think. Give you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so AT&T sells Time Warner to Discovery. Right, so Time Warner was owned by AT&T, the, the communications network. It's now sold to Discovery and sort of created a newly formed ticker, newly formed company, and it debuted uh, just, what was it, a few days ago. Yep. And the good news is that, or rather, right, good news for, for AT&T customers or AT&T investors is that they still own 71% of the new company. And Disney mm-hmm. or Discovery owns 29%. Apologies, it's not Disney, it's Discovery, right? Yeah. <laughs> and part of what they're trying to say here is because they're looking to establish players in the space from Netflix, right? So they're looking to complete, compete with Netflix, looking to compete with all the streaming sites going on so far. Mm-hmm. Now, some numbers for you, Anthony, right? In terms of how much uh, Warner Brothers owns in this market. So yeah. Warner Brothers, as we all know, HBO and HBO Max is under Warner Brothers, right? That's really one yes. thing that they are at now. They have somewhere around uh, 22, sorry, 73 million subscribers, for combined mm-hmm. HBO and HBO Max. Discovery last reported 22 million subscriptions. Now, put that in perspective of Apple, right? So Apple Plus or Apple TV Plus is 25 million. But let's talk mm-hmm. about the big, big leads. Disney Plus, which just started a few years ago, 129 million subscribers. Prime, 200 million. And this is Amazon Prime, 200 million. Uh, but I think specifically for Prime Video, it's 148, which is still very, very high. Yeah, but I, I think this is grossly inflated in the sense that if you are a Prime member, you, you kind of get Prime Video free, right? So and, yes. and the Prime membership has a lot more benefits to it. So no, I, I think that this kind of overstates the, the market share of Prime Video because I don't watch it. <laughs> and, right. and I'm the market, so, so that's it. <laughs> Actually, okay, so one thing about Prime Video, just before we move on to Netflix, right, which is of course the leader, is that I was reading two articles and, and a few information there. So Prime, as in general, was 200 million, but they reckon that Prime Video is 148. And it's mainly because they're in India. Oh. And the target market is India. So right. you kind of make sense. About this quite a while, but absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So it kind of makes sense if it is around 150 million, right? Because they're massive in, in Bollywood and Hollywood yep. and so on. And last but not least, the leader is at 222 million, which is, of course, Netflix monthly subscriber count. Ooh. So 73 million to 222, and the CEO is saying that they're going to compete with Netflix. I don't know. I, I mean, it's, it's perfectly plausible, right? The, the, the whole thing about streaming is really a content library, right? You, you see how much money Netflix burns on, on new content. You see Disney you know, leveraging off existing IP to, to you know, kind of get market share, get subscribers. HBO is, is a fantastic brand, right? It, it's really quality, like pretty much... Every single thing, you know, Band of Brothers, Succession, it's just been hit after hit after hit. So, oh, but, but that's not enough for a streaming service because you want people to stay subscribed. You, you need more content rather than just great content. And yeah. that's, I guess there's only a limit to the number of times you can watch, you know, Succession. So yeah. then Actually, the last one was Game of Thrones, right? No, Succession is, is still going on, bro. Uh, you should watch right, it. Okay. okay, no, I have not watched it. <laughs> you should watch it. it, it okay, it's fantastic. It. Love the show. Got it. Um, got it but got it. but yeah, you know. So so you kind of need the, the fillers like your Cupcake Wars, you know, your History Channel, um, and and all that. And and that's where 
what the, exactly what Discovery has, right? So so it, it's kind of this nice mix between the, the highbrow, you know, very arts, artsy, interesting, gripping stuff that you want to binge watch and the low brow, oh yeah, I just need something playing in the background while I do my work or, or something like that. And, and yeah, I think this sounds fine. Um, what, what I found really, really interesting is that, you know, we, we talked about Discovery having, what, 29% of, of the new company? But yes. They they were the acquirer, right? So in, in the merger, um, Time Time Warner's management actually got fired. Yeah. So, so they had like nine senior executives leave like the day before closing or something like that. It's it's insane. It's it's a discovery run company, even though you know Time Warner you know brings the much bigger piece. They bring the much larger subscriber count, but it's going to be discovery Absolutely. run, and and that's going to be. The, the very interesting thing to watch, I think, how how they kind of run a bigger company. Absolutely, right. And um I think that's that's one thing to note. Second thing to note is that apparently uh Discovery wants to achieve eight billion in FCF in a in a year. Right? And just to put that into perspective, HBO Max alone is generating a one point five billion in loss. So for me that's but- a tough ask. But do they have positive free cash flow? Uh, not that I know of right now. I couldn't actually find it. I think it's good to check um, yep. for, for our listeners out there, but I had not found it, uh, that they were running on uh, positive cash flow. I know that they have something like $58 billion in gross debt, which they have to pay down. Anthony, are you doing a quick check here? Yeah, I, I'm just Googling, um, but I, I, don't think, I don't think it's that easily searchable, right? Because you'll have found Yeah, I also don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> all good, all good. Oh, we'll keep yeah, you updated on anyway, that Anyway, yeah, we'll keep updated. I think you know, that, that's fine. It's obviously synergistic, right? You, if you kind of merge onto one platform, then you, you don't have as much operating costs and you know, keeping your platform up. You don't need to market two different platforms. You just market one and, and you can fire people. So I think that there's definitely cost savings to be had just because they are so similar. right? But, yeah. but of course, the, the, the transition will, will take time and will incur costs because how, how, you know, do they create a new app? Do they migrate everything into a, a single app and, and all that? That's just going to be a pain, right? It sounds so easy, but it, it's... it's no operationally going to be a terrible time to, to work through it. Absolutely. And I think that's something that I would like to watch right, personally, Anthony. So I think it's a good fit, right? You look at Discovery, mm. you look at HBO, you can see that, you know, sort of cobbled together, try and make it work uh, and compete with the big leagues um, as we as we know about. And having it all under one so you get cost benefits is all good. But all it's all about execution now. Yep. And can Discovery and their C-suites and their management go ahead and create that vision to scale this from a 73 count, let's assume that, right, 73, or maybe even if you add them together, which I doubt it, but say at 90 million, you need to more than double that. If you're looking to compete with uh, Amazon Prime, you're looking to compete with, with Netflix. Yeah, well, so, y- yes and no, right? Because you don't need to beat them in, in that sense, right? And, and I think streaming can be kind of an oligopolistic market where you have three or four main content providers. I mean, I, I'm discounting Apple, I'm discounting Amazon because you know that that's kind of not not for profit. That's to to strengthen their brand. But you know, I think that there can definitely be three or four big players in the market. So so I don't see why Discovery can't be one of them. They're they're probably the next, the third or fourth biggest, just after the merger. You know, by by virtue of the merger. Yes, absolutely. I think they're the fourth, right? So yeah, after Prime Prime yeah. Video. Got it. Got it. Got it. Cool. I think good. Good to note there. Coconuts, if you have any inputs, if you do have all of these 
subscriptions. Love to find out about it. Yes. So please <laughs> drop into our DMs, <laughs> chat up. What do you think about about this idea? Right. T- tell me how to save money. Which one should I unsubscribe from? Yes, <laughs> that's always a good thing. <laughs> Cool. All right, let's move on to our next topic. Anthony, let's go ahead with China and Asia. All right. China, China, Hong Kong first, right? I think yeah. it's it's been kind of a, a good news, bad news type of week. Um the bad news has been well, you know, thing they, they were looking at market inflows and outflows, and it seems as if the, the foreign investors are still exiting China. So so they have been mm. you know, there's less and less foreign capital in, in the public equity markets. Um, in China, which is always unfortunate, that the tech gra- crackdown kind of continues on pace, right? The founder of JD, Richard Liu, has stepped down, um, forced or not, we don't know, but it, it follows that whole spate of like high-profile resignations of, of founders of tech companies in China, right? Um, Tencent has shut down their video game streaming arm, so so they had like a competitor to Twitch that that's now gone, and um, the the cyberspace administration of China, um, CSAC, they they announced a new operation to regulate algorithm recommendation services. So it's things like your TikTok algorithm to, to, to show your For You page, your, your Weibo to show your like quasi-Twitter feed. All those are, they, they might open up those, those algorithms or they might regulate those. So nobody knows what, what's going to happen, right? Wow. And, and that's, you know, again, continuing the, the whole trend of, well, Chinese regulation and, and it, it's, well, challenges. Let's put it that way. Absolutely. Um, we the, did the talk about news. this for a while. Yeah, we, we did. We, we, these, these are continuations of teams that we, we have been mentioning <laughs> over the past few months, right? Um, which is why we don't need to talk too much about them. It's just the headlines. Um, the, the good news is that China actually approved some games for release. So hooray for Tencent shareholders, right? They, they finally can launch <laughs> new games um, rather than just keep updating existing ones. Yeah, but I, I think that, that's it for China, Hong Kong, really. Nothing, nothing too new, nothing too exciting. It, it's kind of just, you know, by the by, thing, things have continued going on down you know, where, where we have seen them, actually. Sing- Singapore, on, on the other hand, quite interesting. Uh, okay, before Singapore, go to, go to list that we talked about it last week, right? They listed Absolutely. yesterday. Um, and did. it popped 15% on IPO. So if you are a go-to driver, good for you. Um, well, nice. not, not that good because you're a go-to driver, but yeah, <laughs> um, you know, compared to something than nothing. Absolutely. And yeah. it's on the Indi- Indonesian Stock Exchange, right? Yeah. Yes, Indonesian Stock Exchange. What, what else? Um, in, in Singapore, um, EC World Read has been in, in the news. They have, they have had, I think they dropped 10% in the past week because they, they just can't get refinancing or they haven't got refinancing. Um, they, they're coming out to tell people it's okay, but no, I guess the market doesn't believe them. Uh, what, what I wanted to talk about is really is Trace Together going public. Yes, oh, what is that the, about? The manif- yeah. yeah, so, the, sorry, the manufacturer <laughs> of Trace Together going public, right? Trace ah, Together. okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> right, I got you. <laughs> but, but yeah, that, that, was, that was fun. Um, they, they are going to list on Singapore's secondary stock exchange called Catalyst. So in case you don't know, Singapore ha- has like a big stock exchange for the big boys like Capital and, and a smaller stock exchange called Catalyst, um, which for is small for beeps. smaller companies, right? And and yeah, I mean, what what can we say about them? Um, it's it's not an IPO per se. It's, they're doing a, a placement to to sell shares to, to specific people. Um, they're okay. going to sell twenty six million shares at twenty five cents a share, and that mm. raises them a total of six point five million, like 
what? And and after you know legal fees and all that, the company themselves will get five point two mil. Like. Right. You can't buy a landed for. They can't buy a good landed in Singapore for that. This, this is not a GCB, not, you know, not now. worthy not now. thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like so, to me, why, why are we even weird. doing this? Exactly, it's a lot of work for that. <laughs> it's a lot of work for that. Um, you know, then then you look at the their advisors and all that. And interestingly, this this whole deal uh, or placement is is being underwritten by Futu. So and they, they, and Futu is listed. They they own the Mumu app, right? In case people don't know. Mm. So again, not a traditional underwriter. You you don't even see like DBS or not not to say Goldman yeah. or JPM, right? It's like Futu. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. This, this is just a, is... A, a weird a, a weird <laughs> thing all around. But you know, may, maybe maybe we are wrong, right? And there's some diamond in the rough. So so I actually took a look at, at their um, prospectors, and it hurt my eyes because the formatting out that was terrible. Um, but, right. but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah. They 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 drop problems. So I I see like misalignment. I go no no no. This is bad. I need to fix. <laughs> <laughs> Fair yeah, enough. yeah. But this is so, this has been very weird so far. Maybe yeah, dive, dive deeper. T- tell me more about the numbers and so on. Yeah. So well, I mean, the the company itself is called iWall Technology, right? So they are not called Trace mm-hmm. Together. Um, okay. In in, in their own words, um, they they say that they are a provider of smart. City solutions. They they provide Internet of Things solutions like Trace Together. Um, they provide Internet of Things as a service, like whatever the fuck that means. I have no fucking clue. Is um, it like a backend um, system that you can plug into apps or something like that? Maybe. I, I don't know. I, I guess sense. if you yeah. if you take it literally, it might be that they provide Internet of Things things to to companies and and take that as a service and and you get recurring revenue and i don't know right it just feels okay. like passwords you know getting chained together i see um, right but but they are not a startup you know they are 20 years old okay Oh, sorry. They're twenty plus. They they incorporated in the last minute. They incorporated in nineteen ninety nine. You know, they they did mobile phone development and then they pivoted to to Internet of Things right. in twenty twelve. So so they've been doing this for a decade. Um, obviously you've never heard of them, but they have been at it for a while. Trust them, okay. right? And uh, they they have. They they actually seem to be doing things primarily with the government, right? They have been mm. at PUB events. Um, they have helped install some smart water meters for HDB and, and things like that. Um, I, I mean, again, if this is the best of what they can announce, I don't know, right? I, I feel like this is more a warning sign than than something to be proud of. So it's yeah, like if I, I if I came to tell you that, oh look, you know, um, I I made two thousand dollars last year, like. That's not something to be proud of. I don't know, no. but I'm, I'm I'm still a bit baffled into why they're doing this placement to raise five million dollars because they are as what as what I can see here. They're an old company. They seem to be yep. able to manage that. They've had government contracts, um, and and looks like they will have government contracts moving forward, given the the experience and and how you know roughly I think how our government works. So what's what's the need for this five point two million? Yeah, so so I mean, look, they they say that they want to invest. They they want to, I guess, try to win more government contracts. Maybe after winning them, they can hire more people, properly scale up the business. But you know, and I think, well, we think let's think about it a bit further, right? Trace together is obviously a COVID thing. Yes. Right. So and you know, if if we move to endemic phase, maybe it's, it's you don't need the tokens as much, right? Um, and that has. 
really come out in their financial so I would say so in, in 2021 which was a trace together year right, last year mm-hmm. um, they, they had great revenues right it was 26 mil um, 3.7 million profit so decent operating margins like 15 20% Right in yeah. in six months, twenty twenty two, they have already booked seventeen and a half mil of revenue. Again, fantastic, good run rates. Somehow, profit margins have decreased, but no, let, let's not delve too deeply into that. But before COVID, right in twenty twenty, they had four million revenue. So so they they are revenue six times in, in due to trace together. <laughs> right, and and even and at four mil, they they were they were breaking even. They, they were not making a profit. Even further before wow. that, in 2019, there was 2 million in revenue. They were making a 600k loss. So, you know, it, it's, it. it's a, yeah, it feels like an SME that, that kind of got lucky, right, for COVID mm. and, and won a big government tender and, you know, pumped and, and executed it well, I think. But, you yeah. know, now it's just a matter of monetizing. It, it feels like monetizing it as, as much as they can, right? especially as we move towards, um, the, the end of COVID. Yeah, right. absolutely. So they could be worried about the, the loss in revenue moving forward yep. and take what they can get because 5 million is now a lot of money, right? Because pre-COVID, it was 4 million in rev. Yeah, so, so, so it's at yeah. entire years of revenue, right? Exactly. Um, yeah. And I mean, look, they, they were touting this 67 million order book, which is like great, right? Because that that's much higher than 26 or, or 17 and a <laughs> half in half a year. But, yes. you know, Again, I can't even read the fraction. It's like this one in is, six, one in five. Yeah, oh well, yeah, that's right. One in six is, is just for trace together. Um, that's that's eleven million. That's for the rest of this year, which is fantastic. Mm. Then if we go to the next year, right? That that's literally zero contr- or, or like less than a million worth of like booked contracts, except for this one um, other contract, which is with the Singapore Prison Service and it's for like electronic tracking and things like that. So, you know, trace together experience being put to good use in tracking. Right? Um, right. But yeah, they, they, they say it's 54 million worth. Yes, I agree. It's, it's, 54, it's a contract with a value of 54 mil, but they are going to be paid over seven years. Right. So, so it's not going to be 54 mil of revenue. It's in a year, unlike how no, you, know, you think of an order no. book. It's, it's 7.7 mil a year for this contract um, spread mm. out over seven years. So, uh, and, and, and this is fun, right? It's so easy to read because they only have two material contracts and the rest are just <laughs> relatively irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, forecasting, not better. 50, 60, Where do you forecast? I also know the forecast. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know with certainty what their next year's profits are. Right? <laughs> or next year's revenues are, at least. You don't know what, what they, how they will spend it. But yeah, it's amazing. Absolutely. Wow, I would be cautious. Like, I'll be cautious with this one, right? Like, I mean, it's good to to talk like, oh, the trace together guys going well. Maybe they want to play a bit on the hype as well because a lot of people, everyone yeah. knows about trace together. So playing on that hype, uh, so that hey, this company's going, they must be doing well, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and go with yes. that. Yes, um, and then that and you go, ah, oh. I mean, you talk about Zoom being like you know COVID um, beneficiary. This is <laughs> this is a whole much, new level, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so different. <laughs> Yes, yes. And Zoom is what we tend to at 120% or something like that. So, I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, and you talk about like, you know, concentration risk, um, customer concentration yeah. risk. Like, it, this exactly, is another one. Exactly. It's, it's like, it's like just wow. potential issues everywhere. I mean, look, it, it might not be a real issue. We might get a new variant and we'll have trace together for the next yeah. 10 years and you have to keep you know, providing tokens and ta-da, they are super profit making, right? 
But yep. as it stands, you know, it seems unlikely. Mm. And and that's that that's I think the, the big takeaway here. Like if people are thinking of subscribing for this, sure, go ahead. I, I think it, it's a short term like momentum play because everybody knows the company. Sorry, everybody knows Trace Together, so everybody kind of knows it's being listed and, and you can hopefully get a one day pop. But if it's like a long-term sustainable, you want them to grow a lot more and, and be a leader in Internet of Things, which I don't think anybody really does nowadays. Like it, it was a buzzword 10 years ago, not now, right? But, yeah. but if you, yeah, this, this could, like, this is probably not a company. Yeah. Do we even know anything about their management? I didn't bother Googling just because they sounded yeah. old and, and yeah. not like right. very interesting. <laughs> no, no, fair enough. Um, I think that's usually one of the questions I'd ask. But at this point in time, yeah. it looks a bit of a, of a very like red flag, right? If I'm going in, I'm doing it for for trace together and, and hoping, speculating in that sense. I'm not I'm not planning and in investing my yeah. Time yeah. I I mean, look to, to be fair to them, they have quite uh, they have had quite a few government contracts. They just have tended to be extremely small. So mm. you you could say that oh yeah, it was just HDV testing out like smart metering and and they are going to roll out. They started with like, what, 1,400 households and they're going to roll it out to the whole of Singapore and, and therefore, you know, um, IWAL will be at the front and center of that because they have like relationships with HDB, maybe, mm. right? I mean, it's like they, they have done some, you know, decently good projects where you look at them and you go, oh yeah, so oh, so these were the guys doing it. That, that was an interesting piece of tech or, or that was an interesting feature or like, you know, I think we had like the old, sorry, the old people HDBs where, where you know, HDBs sold like 60 leases to, to, for retirees and there was this mm. button inside the, the toilet where retirees could press so and they would automatically notify emergency services. That was from IWAL as well. And that was interesting. Wow. So, so they, they won the tender for that. But it just somehow never translated to, you know, big pieces of work until Trace Together. Got it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so maybe we're being a bit harsh. Maybe they, they do have something there. Um, it's just, I think, a very, very high risk play to, to say that they definitely have something there. Cool. Well, coconuts. Uh, if you are, if you know about this as well, um, yeah, just be cautious. Make sure you do your research as well before going into something like that. But I'm not. It's just gamble, man. It's okay. Five k. Five k can buy what <laughs> twenty thousand shares. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They 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 go up by one cent. You are up like four percent. Eh? Yeah, you go up by one cent. Up by four percent. You can sell. Amazing, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Penny stocks are cool. fun. <laughs> <laughs> not even my genre, man. Not even my genre. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're not gamble, just go to crypto. It's, it's a bit easier. <laughs> All right. And speaking of the devil, we'll move towards the macro headlines for our last sector for this week. Yeah. All right. Let's have a quick look. So we, obviously, FOMC had a minutes for March. Right, U.S. officials support yep. half prices increases. They're looking to well. Then after that, you know, people from the Fed came out and said they're looking to begin balance sheet reduction as soon as May. Mm-hmm. And Bullard came back and said that Fed was behind the curve but trying to catch up. Yeah, mm, I mean that, that that's a very short summary of, of what he said. He tends to be a bit long winded, but yes. <laughs> mm, yes, the interest rate policy right is behind the curve. And they're looking to, yeah. to try and catch it. Essentially, they, they just kind of got caught by surprise by inflation being, you know, so 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 high at such a sustained 
for such a sustained period of time. Mm. And and I think what what was relatively interesting that came out from the minutes was them saying that they probably would have hiked 50 points if not for Ukraine, right? And then all the uncertainty that caused. Right? Right. Because that was just after, you know, the, the Russian invasion of Ukraine. So they're like, yeah, we don't know. So so let's do 25 basis points. Let's so try yeah, and be cautious. I, I think we, we are, you know, moving very quickly into a period of tightening, right? Um, Brainard, who, who's, the, who's the lady? Guy? Lady? I don't know. It sounds really feminine to me, but I think it's a guy um, who, who who's one of the more dovish um, Fed chairs actually came out to say, no, you know, we need to raise faster. We need to raise more. And we are, we are probably going to start balance sheet reduction, which is another form of tightening, mm-hmm. which is like quasi-interest rate hikes um, in yeah. May, which is faster than June, which was kind of the, the expected rate. So, so yeah, it's, it, it looks as if it's really coming and, and coming quickly. Absolutely. Let's let's see what she. Um, it's a lady, by the way. Let's see. Let's ah, okay. let's see what she she comes back with in May and, and how much they're going to raise by as well. Because I'm I'm a bit um, I'm on edge as well, right? Because they said for this year they're going to be aggressive. They're going to move. Going to move quickly. Uh, and they haven't yet <laughs> because of obviously <laughs> right the the crisis that's been going on. Um, so I'm waiting very ang- anxiously on the edge of my seat. Ah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll raise, it'll drop, it'll drop for the next year. And as long as we're not in too deep a recession, you know, the markets will go back up again and, and we'll be laughing and going, ah, we bought at the bottom because we DC it all the way and that was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we started from the bottom, right? Yeah. <laughs> but no, we, we, we kind of started middle last year and then we, we, we have slowly been coming down. <laughs> in all fairness, I think um, I DC it so much that I'm somewhere below the middle <laughs> right now so, oh, okay. from where I started. So, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Awesome, awesome. Um, yeah. Any any last thoughts, Anthony? No, I, I think the yeah the the well it, we are kind of in a bit of a lull where we have done the last earnings season and, and we are waiting for the next one to come up, which is why a lot of the headlines I think are, are really macro and war related. That there really isn't you know, that much company specific news besides fun stuff like you know um, small companies listing and and big mergers that that were done last year and lo- launching of rockets. Right, that, that's all cool, but you know that that's, <laughs> that doesn't really move the needle for for any of these companies. I think it's it's all fun stuff to talk about, which is great. Absolutely. And macro, it, which is not so great. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Absolutely. So, I mean, just to wrap up, thanks again, Coconuts, for listening. Hope you learned a thing or two and, and got the week's digest. We'll be back with more topics and Jefferson next week. <laughs> maybe, maybe next week he's on a flight somewhere. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cheers, guys. Have a good one. Bye. All right. Thanks. See you. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode with me, Rakesh, and trust that you learned something today. If you enjoyed the session and want to be part of the banter, join our community Telegram group or follow us on social media. We also have a weekly newsletter to get a digest of the news we covered. To sign up, please click the description below. As always, we love your feedback, so share that with us at hello at thefinancialcoconut.com. Thanks and stay safe.